Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 58 of the Tilton to the Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome, welcome back. Another week, another episode, underneath the beautiful, beautiful June sun. We are back, we are back everyone. How are you, Faiz? I'm doing well, I'm doing well, how are you? Fantastic. Back with another banger. We've got a lot to discuss this week, a mm. lot has been going around, more on the takeover but we'll get know, to that another bit. another uh, bit of news that tries to make the Tilton 2 look bad well i don't know about that but there is a lot going on a lot of speculation and just more fuel to birmingham city being the efl's laughing stock i think it i don't think you could write this what is going on and the twists and turns of what should be a transaction and yet, yeah, you don't know if you're coming or going. You don't know if the deal's done, if it's not done. It's crazy. But we will delve into that a little bit later. Father's Day on Sunday. So to all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. I hope you all yeah, had an amazing one. Day. And thoughts with everyone on Father's Day. Exactly. Right. Where should we start, mate? Where should we start with this one? First things first, the Blue Boys are back in training today. So they are starting their fitness testing apparently today at Coventry University. A lovely, lovely place, Coventry, just down mm, the road. A place mm. very close to Faisal's heart. It is, it is. But yeah, so all the players are back doing their fitness training today and then back at West Hills tomorrow uh, to start pre-season. Then before you know it, off to Portugal for the training camp. Yeah, so yeah. few faces we've seen in training, welcoming back, one being Odin Bailey. Few lads from the uh, the academy also look like they're going to feature a little bit more this season. Uh, yeah, not the most promising start, to be honest. What do you mean? I mean, I don't really want to be resting on the fact that Odin Bailey's got to be putting in a shift next season. Well, he might not. He might not. He might be going out on loan again. Might be going out on permanent. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? This is the nature of pre-season, isn't it? Isn't it? But, yeah. The one I want to see is Ivan Sanchez. Is Ivan Sanchez going to be featuring this pre-season? Mm. We already gave you the update last week that uh, Real Valladolid, hopefully I'm saying that right, weren't going to take or make his move permanent one. So he's back with Blues. Haven't seen any pictures yet, but I'm sure BCFC will be posting that when he is back in. So They've given him an extra pre-season ahead of a long <laughs> season. <of Blues. laughs> yeah, a gruelling season of keeping us in the division. Mm. But yeah, that is definitely noticeable or a figure I definitely want to see. Um, so yeah, eyes peeled for that. Right. Let's talk about some more Blues news. Actually, we haven't even spoke about our shameless plugs yet. I know, I didn't want to mention it because I thought, we've already crossed over that bridge now, let's just do it later, but go on. Let's no, let's get it. out of the way. So, as you said, the Blue Boys are back in training. Give us a follow. I don't know how that's a, a segment in there, but check us out on Instagram, at the Tilton 2. Yep, Twitter, Facebook, at the Tilton 2. And as always, the YouTube channel, The Tilton 2. Big things to come. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Yeah, the content is coming back better than ever. Yes, we're just waiting for a suitable place that isn't. Oh, no, that got isn't rubble, an absolute uh, mess. 
to uh, to video. So watch this space. Watch this space. We do have a lot of content on there though. So check it out. Check it out. Right, squad's back. Let's talk about some transfer news, should we? Let's mm. do it. Big one we mentioned last week, Jack Butland. Jack Butland, rumour about Blues being interested in taking him back on loan, even that a deal or an offer had been put in place to take him back on loan. Basically, it looks like that's definitely not happened. He happened, yeah. sorry, he doesn't have any desire to come back to his boyhood club. Do I blame him? Not at all. Not at all. So, I mean, if we could have got Jack Bullen, I think what, what a sign in that would have been. That really would have, like, sent a signal. Well, yeah. I mean, we saw the impact of Sarkic last season and hopefully what, Jack but, Budland's got some pedigree as well. Well, so. Budland's got much more pedigree exactly. than Sarkic, a bigger name. When he signed for Palace, you know, we knew well, he's an established player. He was in the England setup as soon as, well, his last involvement, I think, was the 2018 World Cup. He's got a point to prove. Coming back to Blues, you just think, oh, it'd be amazing. But we're not the Birmingham City he left. No, not We're in absolute tatters. So I'm, I didn't think it was going to happen anyway, to yeah. be honest. What would he, you know, what, are you going to come here and, oh, the untouchable club it is almost at this point. But, yeah, so that looks like it's off. That, yeah. It was one of those things that was just, again, speculation, wasn't it? If it come through, amazing, but... That yeah. doesn't look like I mean, the rumour mill was quite heavy about it. Yeah, but it I think it always the, uh, would be, wouldn't it? Ether. Yes, but I think it always would have been as well. A, na- a big name coming to, let's be real, a lesser club. Mm. And, you know, he's got the tie of already being in the youth setup and coming through the ranks. So I think it was always going to catch fire. But, yeah, crashed and burned. Crashed and burned. Also seen links with Freddie Woodman. Big, big fan of him. Uh, big fan, yeah. Uh, Newcastle goalkeeper, been on a couple of loans. I think Blues, as soon as they found out the Butland deal wasn't going to happen, were looking and sniffing out a deal for Freddie Woodman. And that, from what I've seen as well, has fallen by the wayside. It's that's all but done. That's not happening as well. So again, it's just like we're back to the drawing board. You know, mm. we've seen some links this well, last week and this week about goalkeepers, and we're no, we're no closer. We haven't seen any, any real concrete links with any other players now. Yeah. It is a tough one, and we're going to come more onto it when we we talk and touch on the to- uh, the takeover talk. Sorry, I can't even speak. So you know, just this uncertainty. Yeah, it trickles I mean, down from the top all the way down to the bottom. How can we do anything to move forward? I, I think this is going to be a reoccurring thing throughout the preseason. To be honest, struggling to sign players, hearing about names, not getting them through the door. I struggle to imagine who we're going to sign. To be honest, I just hope we yeah. get a player. Yeah, and the problem is, is we need more than a player. We need a, a pretty much a squad of competitive players. Mm. Just to stay in the league. So, yeah. I don't want to make this doom and gloom too much. No, but it, right? it kind of is. But it is, yeah, it is. Every week, as a week goes on, we're not any closer to a takeover being done, any closer to any signings, 
it is. I mean, the state of Blues yeah, at the minute has got to be the worst it's been in seasons. Yeah, I think so. I think it is. I think it we're, is. We were untouchable, really, the last few seasons, to be honest, in terms of if you're a player, you know, it still was kind of a club where you can kind of crash and burn at. Now, I don't think you'd want to touch it with a 10-foot barge pole, to be honest. No, definitely not. I mean, Especially even with this, like you know, even with this takeover talks and everything, it's so up in the air. The problem yeah. is Birmingham City never had so much publicity. On a in recent years, but the publicity we're getting is like the worst publicity. It's just, we are a joke. It screams uh, instability. Yeah, massively. And we're going to touch on it even more because there's been more joke, well, more jokes when it comes to the takeover stuff. Like, literally, we are what I think of, it is, we are the laughing stock of the EFL. The owners, the the new ownership, the people that are coming in, literally, it's like, it's just a comedy, what is going on. So yeah, some bold claims as well. Well, well, let's well, well, yeah, well, let's get into it then. Let's get into it. First thing I will say though, before we do turn takeover talks, anyone who cares about Pedersen, <laughs> some Blues fans loved him, others didn't like him. Then the jury's out. I was a big fan. He this week signed for FC. How do I say this? K-O-L-N. Colm. Colm. I don't know. Bundesliga outfit. He's come out, said it's a dream come true for him to play in the Bundesliga. Obviously, we signed him from Union Berlin, I believe it was, when they were in the the championship, the equivalents, basically, in, uh, in Germany. So, for him, this is a huge move. And it is, definitely. Signed him on a free transfer. Pretty much huge. You've gone from the championship up to the Bundesliga. Going to be yeah. playing the likes of Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund. He'll be reunited with Jude on the oh pitch no. one more time. Um, so yeah, for me, I've always liked Pedersen. So I wish him one hundred percent all yeah, the best. Of course, of course. And uh, yeah, definitely. I think they've got themselves a good player. I have to say, and I think we're going to definitely see that massive hole oh, he's going to leave next season, especially with how dire our transfer. Uh, activities being at the minute. Right, let's get into the um, the nitty-gritty, shall I say, the bit that we've all been waiting for now, the takeover talks. Again, Faisal, where do we start here? Since the last episode, a yeah. lot has happened. Uh, well, I think we just start from, from Bassini, from what I thought was, you know, I thought the deal had been done. It doesn't look that way. It doesn't look that way. We've got Bassini saying that, what, there's a deadline now, the 30th of June, is it? Right. That he's going to take over the club, or he's got, it's up to him whether he takes over the club. I I personally thought that last week he said that he'd sign the club, the contract was done for 35 million, but... Well, let's take it back then to an interview he did with TalkSport on Wednesday. And this is a bit of a mad one, really. So, on the show, you got Jim White, you got Simon Jordan, and they were trying to contact him. Or Jim White was trying to contact him and get him on the show. All of a sudden, he calls in, and they have an interview on air. And Bassini was, you have to say it, very candid, off the cuff, very open. Now, it was a mad interview. 
if you haven't checked it out, you've got to. On YouTube, over at TalkSport, check it out. On our Instagram, we summarised all the key points that Bassini uh, raised. That's still up there, so do go and check that out. But if we start from the top, there's a lot of crazy things said here. And this is just from Bassini. We haven't even brought in Maxi Lopez and Paul Richardson in yet, right? So Wednesday, things that came out. Bassini, he wants one last pop at football because he loves the game and he wants to clear his name. This comes back to what we mentioned last week. If you Google Bassini's history, it is definitely a jaded history. Mm. Owned Watford, I think over a year, just over a year maybe. And he was, after that, he was uh, banned from owning a football club for three years. He's been declared bankruptcy numerous times. I think at Watford, why he was banned was because of like dishonesty and almost like, yeah, dishonesty, hiding money, it looks like. So, again, speculation, but at the end of the day, he was banned for three years for, for owning, well, banned from owning a football club for three years. He'll only be in the position at the club for three years and then wants nothing to do with football. He walks away, which again, for me, why do we want instability again? Three-year plan, three-year plan, three-year plan. That's all we keep hearing at the club. £10 million is being put in from Bassini, which is borrowed against his shares, is what he said with his wording. And the majority of the funding comes from David Sullivan. Again, he made this known on the in the interview. If you don't know, obviously David Sullivan already is the majority shareholder at um, West Ham. And apparently there is some sort of ruling that you can't own more than 30% at more than one club at the same time. I think David Sullivan's come out and distanced himself from all of the, the hoo-ha. And I'm not surprised, especially after this interview, it gets even crazier, the stuff that he's saying, Bassini. He comes out and says a player, Kido Taylor Hart, is, the, is a target for them and they're doing a deal behind the scenes for, for Kido. This lad is uh, an Arsenal under-23 player. I've never seen him play any professional or first-team football. He's 19 years old. I think he's a winger. And for me, it's already strange. Bassini isn't the owner of the club. has got no real ties to the club at all other than apparently putting a deal in uh, or putting an offer in. And yet he's talking about a contracted player at another club and saying that we are a deal is all but done. Remember, we don't even have, or we're not sure of who the manager is. So are we going back to the Dong Ren days of when he was signing the players, or what we were led to believe was, you know, BSHL and Dong Ren were signing the players and not the manager? Because we're signing a player here who looks like it's Bassini's uh, choice yeah, in player, like. not a manager's. Because we don't know who the manager is. We don't know if it's Bowie, we don't know if it's anyone else. So... Yeah, crazy, crazy. It's reckless. It is reckless. Uh, okay, next. Bassini won't be a board member. There will be two joint chairmen, and his own words, I quote, they're senior football people. There'll be a female vice chairman, who again, quoting, they're well respected and they have a good knowledge of football. That's all we know. I think online, 
and we definitely received a load of messages around this female vice chairman and well-respected, good knowledge of football. Everyone's thinking automatically, oh, bloody hell, Karen Brady's coming back to the club. Karen Brady, Karen Brady. I would love to see Karen Brady back at the club. But I don't think it's happening. It's not happening. She's come out and distanced herself again, saying it's all sources have come out and confirmed that it's not Karen Brady. Yeah, I think she's too smart for that. Too smart for it. Wouldn't want to touch a sinking ship. And I do not blame her. Can you imagine if it was? Lawrence Pacini comes in. David Sullivan. Because this is like the story tale almost. The fairy tale that people kind of think like. And again, it just shows how fickle football is. That people wanted David Sullivan and David Gold's head when they were in the club. Mm. Wanted to get rid of them. And now people are like, oh, David Sullivan's going to come back. Pacini's going to be the face of it. Whilst... David Sullivan sells his majority shares at West Ham to some Czech billionaire, isn't it? And then he's going to come back to Blues. And then everyone's thinking, right, he's going to be at the head. Karen Brady's coming in to sort out all the, you know, off-field stuff. It's just like... It really is. It's like fairy tale stuff, isn't it? Mm. But again, it is. It's just funny. It's just fickle. People wanted Sullivan out. And now, yep, Sullivan can come back in. Back through the door. Only if he brings Karen Brady with him. <laughs> Next point. There will be a CEO in place with vast experience. This one was an interesting one for me. Yeah. Because what does this mean for Ian Dutton? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. We posted, obviously, these points uh, last <clears throat> week or whenever it was. And, yeah, one of the comments was, you know, sort of Ian Dutton has gone quiet in socials and stuff. And, obviously, I mean, that is kind of... Puts him in an awkward position, that does, coming out and saying that, Bassini. Um, yeah. I mean, it all puts him in an awkward a position. Very, a very weird thing as well to say, why would we need to change the CEO when, what, how long has Ian Dutton even been in that role? Probably six, seven months? Yeah, but I mean, the reality of a takeover is... Yeah, of course. They're going to put in still their people or whoever's got the same vision as them. So, I'm not surprised... Well, it doesn't... I'm. Don't agree with it, but yeah, you can see where it comes it. from. Yeah, I don't agree with it. I think I Dunstan's done a really good considering, job. considering, you know, sort of his, obviously, story of working at the club, being a blue nose. Caring about the club, Just yeah. got into that role. Looked like, you know, he is doing what he should be doing. He cares about the club. And then, yeah, new owners come in and you're just kicked to the side. Well, we just don't know if he is going to have a role. He might be the CEO, but when the way he said it, it sounds like, yeah, it's going to be someone new if Bassini does come in because you wouldn't make that statement. We've already got the CEO or we've yeah, already, you know. So it's a it's a very, very, very strange one for me. Hopefully Dutton keeps his position. I think he's done a fantastic job while he's been here with no doubt limited resources. So, yeah, just one of many crazy things, I think, or questionable things Bassini said in this interview but we keep going on the board apparently will be named at a press conference with all the board members being in attendance and that's what he's promised so we have visibility of who is leading the yeah, team no more faceless owners no well there you go there'll be 30 million pounds of funding available after the first season and whilst Bassini thinks next season will be tough he expects us to be top 10 yeah, that's the craziest crazy statement. Crazy statement. Crazy statement. And just to me, just 
screams, you're just completely out of touch. Yeah, well, it's just that you've no got idea. no backing for that at all. Yeah. And you're just going to make that statement. So he was also asked about Bowyer. And he couldn't answer if Bowyer would be in charge or not. And he doesn't have an opinion on Bowyer either yeah. because, I quote, doesn't know him. <laughs> doesn't know him. So has no opinion on Bowyer. Now, listening to that interview, because we got sent it as soon as it was out. Mm. I, I didn't know what to expect, but I was excited. I was like, yep, this is brilliant. Lawrence Bassini speaking. I did not expect it to be like this. I did not expect him to say half of the things he'd said. Didn't expect him to just be so so brash with it. You know, he's talking about... I remember him saying that he's already got uh, designers in at the ground looking at um, the lower stands, the lower tiers. Promising. And you're thinking, well, hang on, the deal hasn't even been done yet, hasn't even been signed yet, it's not official. Coming out and talking about an under-23 Arsenal player, again, who's contracted to, you know, another, another club. You aren't even in charge yet, mate. And we're desperate, man. Bloody hell, if this kid's any good, I don't want yeah, we Blues that. going out and saying, oh, we're looking at this lad and what other clubs think. Oh, oh let's have a look at him. Around. He ain't going to come to Blues if he's got any other options. I can guarantee you that. So it's just, I mean, again, just one of many things. The whole point of him going, we're going to finish top 10. Are you mad? Are you mad at where we are? How do you think we can finish top 10 right now? It's crazy. Insane. Thirty million pound of funding. We've heard all of this rubbish before. They can everyone can you know you can say, Oh, we're gonna have this, 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 this and this funding wise. It never it you know, whether that comes into reality is another thing altogether. He did say that the deal would be done in the next couple of days and we're now at Monday. The the interview happened on Wednesday, nearly yeah. a week, and again nothing. If anything we're now seeing Maxi Lopez and Paul Richardson come into the fold, I know which again, we're out of it, which again just blows my mind. But we do have to also read between the lines and remember, because again, Blues fans, are, you know, have been messaging us, and who knows, we're all in the same boat. We don't have a secret source or anything, right? But it is just. The same for them the whole way through, Maxi Lopez and Paul Richardson. They are just pure social media hype. They haven't had a foot in the door with the club. They haven't, you know, they've they've tabled a, a bid, yeah. Yeah, they have. But, you know, all of their claims I genuinely feel has just been to build hype and to get the club to a point, hopefully, by stirring up enough hype where the club have to take them seriously or have to at least sit them down and listen to them. There was a tweet again earlier on in the week after the Lawrence Pacini interview uh, from Tom Ross uh, saying, you know, he's very confused and know what's happening. And Paul Richardson replied to him and basically stating, they are there, they are waiting to see what unfolds with Pacini. They're still there wanting to do a deal and able to do a deal. So they're in the sidelines hoping there's a hitch and they can jump in or they'll be even taken seriously. But they've also said some crazy things this week. One of them being, 
Maxi Lopez has said that he wants to bring Bielsa. Yeah. So remember, next season, with Maxi Lopez in charge and Paul Richardson, we could have Bielsa in the changing room, and up front we could have Troy Deeney and Diego yeah, Costa. Yeah, Costa yeah. So if that is true... The old boys. If that's true, man, Blues could win the, the championship next season, couldn't they? Crazy. Yeah, I don't know mental. what, uh, what Bielsa would be Absolutely mental. Absolutely mental. But this is what I mean. You can't, as a Blues fan, you take all the emotion away of it. What an absolute joke. You've got Bassini, who ain't got the money himself. It's funded by David Sullivan. David Sullivan don't really want anything to do with it. Whether he's funding it or not, he don't want anything to do with it in the media whatsoever. Bassini's saying all this crazy craziness. Absolute craziness. He's been banned before from owning a club. Every person has their past and they can always turn a new leaf. So I don't hold that against him. But it is it has to be noted. You've then got I guess the side well, what would you call it? The the guys on the sidelines, Maxi Lopez, Paul Richardson, from day dot to be fair, Paul Richardson hasn't said anything, any crazy crimes at all, to be fair. It is more Maxi Lopez, but we've got him saying, yeah, Diego Costa, I'm going to bring Diego Costa to Birmingham City if I come in. I'm going to bring Marco Bielsa now. It's just insane. There's no reality in any of this. It's all just like, you know, it's it's like like making a a mockery, to be honest. It's like a soap opera. This is like, what is this nuts? What is this? How can a deal for a club be out and being aired like this? How is that possible? And how are the people that are coming for the club? These people? How is Lawrence Pacini getting close to Birmingham City? How is Maxi Lopez coming out and saying we're bringing Diego Costa and Bielsa to the club? How? Birmingham City have already had enough shit to deal with and we're now dealing with this crap. Like, you just don't know where to turn with this. We don't know who the the manager's going to be. I think if Bassini comes in, it's pretty much done and dusted that he's not going to be in charge. We've already seen how many links of Mark Warburton coming to Blues. Mm. (coughs) Sorry, clear my throat. Which I like. I like Mark Warburton. Means Bowyer's gone. But as a manager, for us to get Mark Warburton, if we are going for a new manager, I think that's a great appointment. But again, we don't know. Another bit of news that kind of points towards or in the favour of Bassini and Warburton coming in is Warburton's um, assistant manager, uh, John Eustace. He's left QPR, so he's now without a job. Does that mean... And everyone's going to naturally do this. I'm naturally doing it. You do think, well, that must mean Warburton and Eustace are coming back and they're going to get plonked in at Blues. And that would, you know, the narrative fits that right now. But again, we don't know anything. The players, can you imagine being a player today? Going back into, you know, your fitness training. First time you've seen all the lads and you're thinking, you know... What's going on? Who's the yeah. gaffer? Yeah, I mean, technically, you're thinking next week everything could change. Absolutely. You don't know what 
even as a footballer, this is your job. You want to know what role you are playing on the pitch. Yeah, and who you're under. And as these well. players won't even know. Yeah, am I in the fold next season? Am I not in the fold? Every manager has a different way of playing, a different philosophy. You know. <clears throat> I know some players aren't going to be as into it if they already think Bowie's out the door. There's all sorts and of And play styles issues. as well, yeah. Some players might like the way that Bowie plays, but yep. if, let's say, Mark Warburton for, you know, he does come in and he's got a different play style, don't suit that. And then you're thinking, you know, you think about when you go to work nine to five, if there's stuff and you think, oh, man, am I going to have to move? If yeah. Am I going to have to move on you to this project? Am I going to have to do oh, that? Gonna impress it makes a huge difference. Stuff. And that is going to translate onto the pitch. That's going to translate to their home life. That's going to translate to the dressing room. That translates all the way through the club. That comes onto the fans because it's going to be... I mean, it's just terrible right now anyway. But it's just... Ugh, it is a ticking time bomb, it feels like, Birmingham City. We're about to implode. Yeah, it's finally happening this season, I think. Everything's coming to a head. And yeah, you know, no certainty. I'm like a broken record right now, but no certainty, no real way of turning. You think, <laughs> again, Bassini's one option. He brings of him, not his own money. <clears throat> He's got that jaded past. People have a lot of things to say about Lawrence oh, Bassini yeah, in things. the footballing world. Let's not joke. He's not going to come with a glowing we reception. Getting, from from our tweets last week, we were getting fans from all over the place messaging us saying... Watford fans. Yeah, people from Bolton. Yeah, yeah, he tried to buy Bolton. All sorts uh, coming to us basically saying how messed up we're going to be next season if he is the guy that takes us over, how unlucky we are, how plagued the club's going to be. Yeah. Basically, that we're written off if, yeah. uh, if he takes over. I respect the fact that Bazzini coming out and saying, I want to clear my name. I want to show the fans my plan. I want fans to be at the press conference. They can ask questions, stuff like this. I respect that. I think you have to respect it. But again, people say a lot of things and do something completely different. So, yeah. Like I said, my original point was you've got Bazzini on one hand and look at all of the stuff and the baggage that comes with that man. And then your other option is Maxi Lopez and Paul Richardson. And you've got Maxi Lopez, who is making the most ridiculous claims. And I don't genuinely think them two have ha even had a proper conversation with the club. I'm sure they got shot down very early doors. And that's why, as we've said in previous episodes, they are gunning with all the social media hype saying yeah, all these crazy the things just because they know they're going to get and they're going to get in the headlines and that is going to get out to Birmingham City fans to the wider audience of Birmingham City fans as well even when I think about the the fan base you know you've got fans that are really really into it that go to every game you've got the fans that watch at home you've also got your more casual Birmingham City supporter as well do you know what I mean like every club does and with Paul Richardson and Maxi Lopez, that is going to get, you know, right. So much exposure. It is. If you're on social media, you're seeing this stuff everywhere. And if you are a Birmingham City supporter and you do see Diego Costa and, 
you know, Bielsa, I hope everyone looks at it and thinks, well, this is absolute bollocks. But for some people, it'll rile them up and thinking, well, these are the people, these are the people, this is what we want. So it's just... Yeah, lots of words, really. You wouldn't believe it since I've been talking pretty much non-stop for about half an hour, but it is dire straits. Yep, a shambles, to say the least. Definitely. Absolute shambles. Absolute shambles. But this is what we're dealing with, unfortunately. An absolute state. An absolute state of a club. But the boys are back. That is the positive of this mm-hmm. episode. Bring on the Algarve. <laughs> Bring on the Algarve. But yeah, that is the positive of this. The boys are back. Football is finally coming back and yeah it's just going to be a very tough couple of weeks let's see what happens I was hoping the deal would have been done and we'd have at least known who the gaffer was going to be who the owner was going to be blah 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 still nothing still nothing so who knows I think another bit of positive news is I think we should be getting the kit reveal this week Mm, yeah that is exciting Already know anyone who's been listening to this podcast, it's getting copped. I know, I know. and it's getting copped quickly a bit too quick. I mean, we pulled the trigger too quickly last season, ended up getting the uh slim fits. We got the muscle, muscle yeah, the tea muscle edition, tees. and uh, then they brought out the regular fits, which uh, yeah, I'd actually wear those. I know the my favorite story of you is uh walking into the shop as a medium and coming out as an XL, extra large, yeah. You cannot write that. But, yeah, we know that we don't have a print-on badge anymore. Thank God. So, yeah, we can wash this one. Nervous. No need for nerves for this one. So, looking forward to it. Hopefully, Tony the Tiger hasn't had his wicked way with this one as well. Mm. But let's see. Let's see. I'm sure it'll be another template kit. <laughs> no, wow, really. there's no there's no doubt about that. I have to apologise. It's a nice template. I have to I have to apologise to the listeners for this episode. This has just been a dire, dire, dire episode, and it is it is tough being a blue nose right now. I think everyone is in the same boat as us, so bear with us. As soon as we can tell you something that brings a smile to all of our faces, we will. But on again, on a funnier note, Diego Costa, Marco Bielsa. Full stop. Lawrence Bassini. Lawrence Bassini. <laughs> Ends there, mate. Yeah, it is mad. It is mad. Like I said, lost for words, really. Let's just see how this all unfolds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the main thing is, let's get this done, whoever it is, whatever, you know, body comes and buys us. And let's actually get into the season now. Let us get some players through the door and actually see what our squad's looking like. Yeah, let's see Kido. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All I want to do is just see some football and hope hope for the best. I think we need to bring uh, Sanchez back. And I think we should be sweet. I think should, I think Bassini's word of top 10 will be true. I reckon Sanchez in there. Jobs and are good. And up front. And we should be sweet. What about Diego Costa? Diego Costa can take a back seat, mate. Dini's got us. I know, he's carry- He's being carried, Diego Costa is. <laughs> you know, Dini's already carried us for a season, so give him another and I think we're fine. Good points, good points. But yeah, we will try. 
put as much of a positive spin. Again, if you want to check out our takeaways from the interview, Lawrence Bassini with TalkSport, head over to the Instagram. It's all broken down into lovely digestible points for you to read. And on the Twitter. So yeah, Instagram, at the Tilt and Two. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, at the Tilt and Two. YouTube. Go on, mate. The Tilt and Two. Like, comment, share, subscribe. New videos will be coming soon. Cool. Sounds good, mate. Sounds good. If you would like to be a part of the podcast, slide into them DMs. Be the next Tilt and Two with a blue. Our favourite part of the podcast. So yeah, if you want to be a part, slide into the DMs. Let us know and we can work out a time that suits you. It's been a couple of weeks now where just the the transfer, well, the takeover talks have just been everything we've wanted to talk about. But we are bringing the Tilton 2 back with a blue. So watch this space. You could be the next guest. For sure. For sure. Always love that segment. Yeah, big time. Right. I think that all but wraps it up. We're watching social media tender hooks waiting for something to bite on and hopefully see new ownership at least start to come into place yeah as soon as we hear anything trust me we will we're all over it mate we are all over it we'll be all over the kit launch so yeah definitely check us out on social media and look forward to the episode next week let's see what topics we've got to talk about next week because it is it is always changing it's literally always changing. Yeah. There can be a bombshell. Yeah. Like I said, last week, Wednesday, we didn't expect the Bassini to be on TalkSport. Imagine but if all the talks just die down. Could well do. But we've seen in the stock exchange that that yeah, Hong yeah. Kong Vong Pech has sold Vong his Pech. 21 Vong Pech wants out, mate. I think he's out, mate. That's the thing. Vong but wants So there is movement. There is movement. Something's happening. Something's bubbling up. Let's just see. The problem is, is we've got two pretty poor options if I'm being completely honest in my opinion uh, but I have to stress this and I have been saying it we've wanted BSHL out we're getting the ball rolling with that process obviously it's going to be in a staggered approach but beggars can't be choosers let's not be like those idiots down the road who think their club is you know Real Madrid basically mm. we are Birmingham City and we're not the same Birmingham City we have been no. No. We are f- depleted. We are on our last legs and we need to rebuild. Yeah. And you yeah. need to remember that beggars cannot be choosers. So, yeah. I mean, my frustration you know. is just from the longevity of this, how long it's been dragged out. Yeah. 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 And how we, now we're literally back into pre season. None of this. The, the, the ideal situation out of this terrible situation would have been for us to have everything in place, ready for the yeah. place to come yeah. back today. But I mean, you in true Blues fashion. To, flip the script at equal time last year. We were in a great place. Yeah, signings coming in. Bowyer as a manager. Kept us up, the club, yeah. Just kept us up. Signings coming in, yeah, crazy. This is it. Things change. But we will be back next week. Pray for us that we've got some good news and the podcast isn't just me moaning the whole yeah, time. Basically. The Great Rant of 2022, part two. Man, we're going to be on part 40 soon. But yeah, thank you, as always, for listening and getting to this point in the podcast. You are the MVP. And check us out on social media. We won't bore you with the links again. They'll be all down 
in the description. And until next time, keep right on. Keep right on.